Hey, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Justin. Have either of you seen The Mouth of Madness from 1994? No. no. Alright, get ready. I'm ready. Alright, you guys know the drill. What do you think it's going to be about? I know what I want it to be about. It sounds like a D&D adventure. Ooh, right? okay. I want it to be like either it's the movie from like the animated series... The live or, some, action. or some live action thing. Oh, okay. I'm assuming it's going to be some 80s horror movie. It's 94. 90, oh, yeah, you said it's 94. Mm-hmm. That's right. Have you seen the D&D movie? No. The live action one? No. Oh, it's terrible. It's great. Yeah. We're not necessarily a terrible movie podcast. <laughs> We're just a No, podcast. not at all. <laughs> That's not the majority. Not of necessarily. No. <laughs> I've liked most of the movies that have gotten chosen. <laughs> That's because most of them have been yours. That's the joke. <laughs> Josh, what do you or Justin, what do you think? I think it's gonna be about a roller coaster. Ooh, called the mouth of called madness. Called the mouth of madness that ends up being a portal to like outer space. Oh, that sounds good. You know, like a demon you, realm. Have you seen the D and D cartoon? Yeah. Okay, because that's exactly. <laughs> how, I was like, if you haven't seen that's that, that's the joke. Right. <laughs> it's a callback. <laughs> All right, we're gonna get right into it. good sound design, but also really good lighting, which yeah. this movie had. And 
some pretty nice practical effects and some pretty shitty CGI. Oh yeah, this was '94, so we were in the that. painting scene. Oh, that's Ooh. the one. That was so bad. This was the age of like the transition period between horrible CGI and like mediocre CGI. Right. Uh, the painting wasn't bad when they finally turned into those driftwood-looking monsters. Yeah, but they... it wasn't moving. Exactly. Yeah. Wherever it moved, it's like, oh, hey, look. You could tell that it was going to move before it moved. That's the thing about CGI. Because of the CGI, you're just like, what the fuck is that little gremlin thing doing in the middle of that picture? <laughs> it's like a Scooby-Doo cartoon, <laughs> and you're like, I know which book to pull on the case to make the case move, because it's a brighter blue than yeah, all the other books. Exactly. <laughs> because it was a cell overlay, yeah. so there's no way to make it look even. Early, even early Simpsons, I think, did that. Like, the moving parts were a bit brighter. But guess what, Austin? This isn't animated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why not just use matte painting for the painting? Like, why not film them and then put some old-timey filter on it like it did? <laughs> uh, still, overall, great practical effects. Really good monsters, and I like the way they handled it. They never got up in the monster's face, never too close, never showed them for more than a couple of seconds. Yeah, yeah. I could see them. It wasn't like some blur. Thing. All the time you mm-hmm. saw them, it was like flashes of them, and like and you like could tell you it saw sections. It was great, like costume work and mm-hmm. stuff, but it was always hidden in shadow, obscured. Even the old lady when she turned into the monster. Honestly, like this movie reminded me a lot of one that me and you saw recently, The, the Void. Yep. Except The Void was better. Oh yeah, uh, for different reasons. Like I like them both for different reasons. Yeah. This one, I really like the story. This one's really campy. Oh yeah, but. I don't like a lot of things that are about that medium. Like, I hate songs about songs. I hate movies about movies most times. Mm-hmm. But a movie about a book is probably is a little bit better. But this is a movie about a movie. It is. And a book. And I didn't I didn't mind it. Yeah. Um, I mentioned during the episode, it's a retelling of an H.P. Lovecraft short story. Mm-hmm. I can see that. A loose adaptation where the main theme is there's a medium of work and the more people are exposed to it, the easier it is for ideas to flow into our world. Right. And this is like... Hell. Yeah, this is like a hellscape. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, Kane is the writer, and he's sort of a... Prolific... I'm sorry, did you say King? Kane. <laughs> I said Kane. Yeah, right. I know, it's so right. goddamn close to Stephen <laughs> King that they name drop at one point, and they're like, he outsells Stephen King! Yeah. And I'm just and imagining King said, watching and this. And then later on he said he outsold the Bible. Well, that's easier to believe, I think. <laughs> then, oh, selling King? Come on. <laughs> the Bible has, like, consistently the best sales record because people were weird. Yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't look up book records before this, but I'm sure they're close. King and the Bible. All his books in that one book. But, um, yeah, it's a movie about a book series and then a movie. But there's this elusive author, Kane, who wrote best-selling horror, really grisly stuff that not everyone wants to read, very similar to early Dean Koontz, Stephen right. King. What's the name of the actor? Clive Barker. Uh, Sam Neill is the main character okay. from Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Event Horizon. Yeah. So um, we, we open with him getting thrown in an asylum. And yeah. He, he kicks this orderly right in the dick. Like, <laughs> holy shit, this dick. I love a good nut shot, man. This that orderly should have seen that coming. That was a good nut shot. He lifted it off the ground. <laughs> and this is a big, bald, tough-looking orderly. They... <laughs> he looks so pissed off afterwards when I went to go get him. Well, no, I sure. wonder if you really kicked him in the nuts. <laughs> or that guy was just a really good stunt actor. Yeah. Um, 
and they throw him in a cell, and he's like, I'm not crazy, and it pans down, and everyone's looking out their door window screaming the same thing. I'm, I'm insane. I'm not crazy. I don't belong here. Yeah. Uh, and the, there's a lot of really harsh cuts, because immediately we're back in his cell, and the doctor from Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, is here <laughs> to like figure out why he's crazy. And he goes in, and his entire padded cell is covered in crosses. Yeah, and this is where the movie starts just, like, jumping around. Oh, it hits a pace really quick. Uh, and then stutters, and then picks it up again, and stutters. <laughs> but, Josh, you mentioned it's yeah. funny how the walls are padded, but the floor isn't. Yeah, and, and it's all... Because you it's could... mental institution place. You could totally do some damage with a cement floor. And you left a chair there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, he, the whole movie's a flashback. Uh, Sam Neill is an investigator. This elusive author, Kane, has gone missing, and the publication company hires him to track him down and find him. Mm-hmm. We see he's kind we of... a couple scenes establishing that he's a badass. As a I was going to say, he's kind of a slick badass. Uh, he reminded me of the investigator from The Stuff, a previous episode. He didn't have that southern charm quality, no. but he, he, could, he could sniff out a lot. Well, I guess he did, because I think he had an Australian accent. <laughs> I thought he was uh, from the UK. Maybe. Okay. Well, either way, his accent moves around <laughs> more than he did. <laughs> uh, he's hired to find this author who's disappeared, and who was the guy that the guy that came in? He looked like a an American. Um, oh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've seen him and stuff, but I don't... He was the n- n- the Secret of the Use guy, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, his boss, or not his boss, the man hiring him to find the author is Charlton Heston. A very old Charlton Heston from Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not in this for too long, thankfully. <laughs> and then Sam Neill cracks the case. Miraculously, he's been reading the books, chain-smoking no like a maniac. Sick. Yeah, but th- this is like 20 minutes into the movie, he already had like four cigarettes. <laughs> oh man, 20 minutes into the day, he's already had four cigarettes. So, he cut... So, okay, I've seen this before, but it's been a really long time. Mm-hmm. I did notice when he was messing with the posters, these posters are everywhere in the city, by the way. Horror is the biggest thing, and this guy is the top, he's king of horror. Not not Stephen King, but like Emperor Horror, and um, <laughs> I noticed these posters all have like really strange lightning on them, and it's like red and really yeah. bold. So he cuts it apart, he puts it together, and it forms a map. Yeah. I can't really explain it. The Whatever. scene wasn't that clear. We're yeah, clearly they showed him cutting. That that's a fine theory that yeah. it was along the red lines, but they showed him cutting the books. Did he not cut within the red lines? No, I think the red lines were road maps. I think they were familiar highways. Yeah, but he literally cut one in half. But then they lined them up. Okay. They like, didn't show the map for very long. No, and that's what I was hoping. We're watching it in, like, Blu-ray quality and couldn't piece it together ourselves. It's like, yeah. look, it's these lines. Don't you see it? We showed it in seconds. <laughs> Maybe they couldn't make a believable map, so they skipped over that. Yeah, and this is, like, the, the slow build-up where there's nothing really scary. The scariest stuff was in between... Where, where he was reading the book to get to know the author, and he kept on having flashbacks to whenever he saw this cop beating a dude. For graffito? For graffito. Yeah. Like graffitoing. And it, it's, he, it was partially written in real life. It said, I-C-A. 
Yeah. And maybe I can. But in his dream, it said, I can see you. Well, one of the times in his dream, because I think he had it like three times. Yeah. Because this, this is, what did you call it? Wake scare? Oh, like a double scare? A double or wake. A double scare. wake. Yeah, yeah, a double wake. This is, this is that movie. Like, oh it my is. God. From this was the first one, from mm-hmm. this point on. We'll call it multi-wake. Multi-wake, yeah. Like, all the waking you could All the wake. This movie's woke. Yeah, this yeah, movie is woke. <laughs> <laughs> It does not pass the Bechdel test, though. No, it does not. It's not that woke. Um, uh, what did I want to say? He has that cop dream. He's sleeping. What movies in the 90s did? He's smoking. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Basic Instinct did. No. I don't know. I haven't watched that in a while. But, uh, okay, so he solves this map, and, oh, it leads to a town that doesn't exist. On any Hobbs recent End. map. Hobbs End. This is a very... It's also the name of the book. The uh, book. It's a, well, this is something that Stephen King did. He established a fake community called yeah. Castle Rock, and multiple novels took place there. And that's what this is. It's an oh. A. Hobbs End story. So, and that's the thing. They're drawing heavily from 80s horror, like, pop fiction, mm-hmm. it, which is probably why I like this so much. Because it's kind of satirizing it, but it's self-aware at the same time. Like, they mention Stephen King has been outsold. They mention a couple other authors, I believe. Um, We get a scene here where a guy just walks across the street with an axe, chops through a deli window, and attacks Sam Neill before being murdered by two police officers. Well, I I would say I should say killed in that instance. (laughs) Because he was threatening people with an axe. But they could use non-lethal weapon. Yeah, but... (laughs) Because he was talking. That's true. But he, he was also about to swing. Yeah. He swung once. He, he was swinging. Window. He did break the window. He was sw- in the middle of a swing with a right. shadow. You're right. Uh, do you think they were just having lunch there? Or do you think they responded that quickly? They were just having lunch there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking for sure. Yeah. Uh, he says something to him. He's like, I can see you. Or he can see you. Yeah. And it changes from he sees or he can see you to he sees you later yes. when they're in the town. Because soon he partners up with Styles, uh, another publisher. Uh, the pub- the guy yeah. who um, was it his agent, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two guy. Yeah, sent sent her with him. Because the main guy is convinced that this is a scam. No, no, you're confused. The Turtles guy was the therapist, the guy analyzing him in the mental ward. Charlton Heston was the boss. Charlton Heston yeah. sent her. Yeah. Charleston has and her name is Styles, and they are on assignment to and get And she back. does. She has two. <laughs> two hair up and hair down. Hair up, hair up and hair down. <laughs> Some really good scenes when they're going to the place. Uh, first he drives, nothing really scary. Then she drives, and she keeps seeing this uh, boy pass by on a bike. Yeah. And every time he's older, and then she looks down, and those little white divider lines are gone. And there's nothing underneath the car. And we're like, why is she still driving? <laughs> she never stops. Well, she just keeps going. I don't know. Maybe if I was flying, I wouldn't take my foot off the gas either. And there was also, like, then there was, like, a storm beneath her. And then... Like, miles below. Yeah. It was pretty scary. Uh, then she's on a wo- uh, one of those wooden New England bridges. Yeah. It seems like she's in a covered bridge. or something. Yeah. Then she pops out in his day, and they're where they're supposed to be. But the thing about this is... 
Sam Neill sleeping. The whole time. Even, she's like, <gasps> and he wakes up, he's like, oh, what's wrong? And she's like, oh, I, I guess nothing. He's like, <gasps> oh, and he was a huge dick to her earlier because he drove first and she was sleeping. And he fucking reaches into his girl apartment and pulls out, what, like a squeaker toy. Like a bike horn? Like a bike horn. I'm like, why the fuck do you have a bike horn in your glove compartment? Wakes her up and she's pissed and she, like, smacks him with a chip bag, which is understandable. And then, he's taking a nap while she drives. They hit a dude. He gets up. And it's like, hey, oh, everything looks alright, let's go. And then goes back to yeah, sleep and yeah. makes her drive. <laughs> That's one thing I did like about this. There was no romantic interest between the two of them whatsoever. They pushed it a little bit, but it was... It was really she tried funny. to kiss him a couple yeah. times, but that was whenever she was... Under the influence. She was going insane. Yeah, that's what I mean. There was no, like, you know... Guys, most... we just saw the movie. She wasn't even there. <laughs> she didn't exist. <laughs> Yeah, right? So they get to this town, and right away she's like, uh, this is a fake town, this is everything from his books brought to life, we need to get the fuck out because it's terrifying and there's monsters. He's like, oh, so you guys like made a theme park, and this is all promotional gags? Oh like, yeah. That's a theme throughout the whole thing, is he, he's either sleeping, or in like goddamn denial. He fucking goes oh, and fights... Mm-hmm evil granny who has, like, tentacles coming out of her He's back. Like, that was some good special some effects. good practical effects you guys oh my got God. out there. We're just like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I did like that granny character. You mentioned she's played Adam Sandler's grandma a couple yeah. of times. And, uh... Wedding singer. So she runs No, the wait, that wasn't the girl from the wedding singer. That's a different old lady. It might have been, like, Happy Gilmore or Billy yeah. Madison. Some of the, one of those. I'm certainly not going to go back and watch them. No. I'm gonna leave them in my brain where the nostalgia belongs. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I like her. They go into this hotel, and Styles is like, hey, this is where the people in the town saw that monster, tentacled monstrosity that drove them crazy. And he's like, haha, it's just a hotel. Shut up, Styles. He's one of the most in denial movie characters I've ever seen. <laughs> they go inside, and there's this cute and old like, lady. <laughs> it's hilarious because, like, the first. Like, all the first scary things, like, fucking 45 minutes of this movie, the scary stuff is happening to her, and he's sleeping. Yeah. Or, like, relaxing. (laughs) Scary shit's happening to him. And he just doesn't realize it. Maybe he's just troubled. Uh, Like, maybe he has this kind of bad dream every night, but the movie's showing it to us now because it's relative. Maybe. Uh, I, I don't know. He doesn't really have a backstory, which is, I guess, part of the movie we'll get into. Uh, yeah, they get into this hotel, the little old lady is working in the front desk. And Styles is like, oh my god, everything's on point. She cuts up her husband and turns him into coleslaw. And I'm like, that's an odd thing to say. Yeah. That's odd phrasing, because coleslaw is made out of cabbage, not meat. And then I posited that she cut him up yeah. and then cast a spell that turned him into coleslaw. Which I like more, like condiment magic and side, like, uh, side dish magic. That would be a pretty good one. Like, we talked about one of her uh, uh, Styles she like gets under the influence i think this is one of those scenes now and she just like spouts off exposition it's yeah. like she's like possessed and she just starts sp- she's possessed by the the uh losing her will to act <laughs> she's just sitting there like reading lines is what it looks like well her yeah. voice goes very mono- yeah. monotone yeah i get what they were going for but it makes it just made her seem like she was disinterested exposition it's the same robot. thing that happened with peter dinklage in destiny oh. it just made him sound bored it didn't happen it was the entire performance. 
Yeah. I so got that from her too. Only during those specific scenes. I loved the design of this black church. That was a beautiful building out on a hilltop. And it had some cool lore behind it. They said like it a church previously had been a gateway to hell and crumbled into the earth and this is built built on top as like a monument. Mm-hmm. And you weren't allowed in. Yeah, say They put the sign on the door that said like fuck off. It was like uh, all of you entered are damned. Uh huh. And then she opened the door and we paused it like freeze frame on when she's damned. <laughs> she's damned at twenty three minutes after an hour. Precisely, yeah. Uh, they don't go in the church the first time they see it. They've been seeing these kids run around all to- all over town. She has, he has. Yeah, he hasn't seen the kids. He sees them this time, right? Or does she? No, I don't think he has. They're chasing the, the dog. And okay, here's. Did you notice this? The first time they're chasing the dog, it has four legs. Yeah. The second, it only has three. Right. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Did you notice this? That she said, "Hey, do you see those kids over there?" And he just said, "No,", no and then didn't talk about it at all. <laughs> I'm gonna go take. A nap. <laughs> I'm gonna have a cigarette and take a nap. <laughs> and then he does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so some people drive up in trucks, and she's like, "Hey, be careful! They have guns." And he's like, "How do you know that?" And I'm like, "Because they're, they're in pickups." Pick yeah. Have you okay? I was talking to Cat about this earlier today because we were behind like five pickups. Yeah. And I was like, "You ever seen a pickup with like a coexist sticker on it?" No, it's always like balls or guns or cocks or like sports teams. Yeah. Are there no like woke dudes with pickups that are helping their buddies move? There might be. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure there are. If you if you have that, send us a picture. We'd love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> If you have, send it on our Facebook page. Yeah, fap check. <laughs> so these guys pull up and they're like, "Kane's in the church and he's got my precious boy." And oh, you mean Vigo? The Carpathian. The Carpathian. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I just couldn't get past his face every time I saw him. He has a face built for a monster. <laughs> this dude is an awesome face, like so much character. Uh, how much do you want to bet somebody that worked on Ghostbusters 2 also worked on this movie? Oh, I'm sure. Can you check for that, Josh? Uh, yeah. Cool. Josh, we need a, we need to check Google, uh... <laughs> That's a running gag on all our shows, yeah. I hope you know. Like, whenever something double entendre comes up, we're like, Josh, Google... It doesn't matter if you're there or not, because mm-hmm. that's where yeah. the name of the channel came from, Fap Check. Yeah. Is oh, really? We would ask you to Google inappropriate things. Oh, that's things. right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where it came from? Yeah. yeah. God. <laughs> we got, oh, deep lore for the show. Deep lore. <laughs> so deep, even I didn't know. <laughs> so deep, nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> hey, someday we'll have viewers, and they'll be like, you gotta go back to that episode, man. It explains the origins. <laughs> the origins. <laughs> Our origins is just as bad as, like, X-Men Wolverine origins. I haven't seen that. It's bad. I haven't seen it. Not gonna. It's Ryan Reynolds' first portrayal of Deadpool. Oh, I know everything about it. That's why I'm not Oh, wait, you haven't seen it? No. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Oh, we should put the other on the list. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is play, like, Enter the Gungeon one day and have it streaming on my iPad. 20 feet away with a sound off so no, I can man, say that's bullshit. so I can say I've seen that's it bullshit. I'm gonna do the same with Kingsman no, no we can't just do that with every movie <laughs> can I put Kingsman on my list also so yes you can double down chance. Yeah, can we double down yeah, yeah one of the first Great. episodes just for some and I reason Austin is really against watching this movie I don't it's really not that bad <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm just not into it I get it but 
back to this movie, which I am into. Uh, so what happens? They go to that church, then they go back to the hotel a bunch of times. We just spent a lot of time fucking around in this town until shit goes down. When do they find that awesome door? That's, I love doors. You like doors? Yeah. That's in the church. Like, she goes there first. And it's like all oozy and... Yeah, it's, pul- it's a big wood door that's pulsing. It's pretty yeah. sick. It's the door to the old ones, or... It looks like it's got, like, barnacles on it Like, the sunken city of... what? How do you pronounce it, Josh? Oh, Ryla, I think? Yeah, the Shithulu mythos. Yeah, yeah. Because this is H.P. Lovecraft, but 94 H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. You can tell it's 94, too, because... Everybody's Everybody's smoking! Everybody's dressed like Seinfeld, too. Like, the browns, the greens and browns. The reds, the greens, the browns. Yeah. Yeah. Very dull style. And the shoulder pads. And the bagginess. Like, people were sizes two, three sizes too big (laughs) on purpose. Which you can do as a stylistic choice. It shouldn't be the main. Like... Everyone like that? The norm. too much. Yeah. There's not enough room! (laughs) (laughs) That's why everybody was so concerned with overcrowding in the 90s. Your goddamn clothes were too big. Then skinny jeans came out, and it's like, oh, I guess we're fine. (laughs) We had two or three more people in there. No, this subway isn't crowded. We were just bulky as fuck. (laughs) Uh, so, yeah, it goes to that. She goes to the church first, opens the door, and finds, uh, Cain sitting there, click-clacking away on his magical typewriter, and I was like, oh, shit, I wish, like, Neil Gaiman... Oh, no! That wasn't the first way that he was introduced. I mean, he came out... The way that he was introduced was great, because when the it, truckers was, it was Vigo, like, yelling, give me my son back, and then the door opening, closing... Mm-hmm. On the side, yeah, and he just like, pops yeah, up like fucking Willy Wonka with a coy yep. smile on his face. I was really like, hoping it turned into Willy Wonka. Like, <laughs> he starts dun, singing and doing cartwheels. Yeah, there's little, turns into like a musical horror. There's little hellish Oompa Loompas running around with like pitchforks and no skin. <laughs> That'd be sick. But yeah, they open the door and Stephen King's sitting there, and he's like, "You found me in Maine." <laughs> <laughs> This is my city, and everything I say goes. <laughs> no, it's Kane, and it's basically that. He's like, I wrote this city into existence, and everything here exists because of me. And she's Including like... you? She's like, okay, so whatever. And goes back and tries to make out with oh, Sam Neill. Yeah, this is whenever she's under the influence. I thought it was Sam O'Neill, but I guess it's Sam Neill. I don't know what That's how it, he was credited in yeah. this. Uh, he's not having anything to do with it. Cause he, he's the, not into it. Nah. They know something's up. Um, she, yeah, because he's a good investigator. <laughs> he is skeptical as shit, yes, is he what he is. is. The whole movie. Yeah, the whole movie, until the last scene. Even the old, lady, the old lady comes at you with a gun in one tentacle and an axe in the other. Uh, and a you're lot just of like, axes. Good practical fit. There wasn't a lot of axes in this. Yeah, you think they just used the same one? Like, yeah, like, that was their last thing to buy was weapons, and they're like, oh shit, we blew it on the monsters. <laughs> the blood no. effects weren't very good. Uh, yeah. It was okay. Cause the rest we, of the costume was really we good. We got a couple of axe strikes in one of his dreams. They killed the, uh... They, we found out it's Kane's accountant, was it? Or a, like a publisher or something was the guy who attacked him in the deli with the axe. He was directly related Oh to yeah, Kane. I think it was his agent. And well, what we kind of find out is this new book he has, The Mouth of Madness or In the Mouth of Madness 
is like, causing people to lose their shit. Well, it's the end. So yeah. he's wrote the end of the world. And he's manifested that. So anyone who reads this, it's the end of them. They're done. They go mad or disappear. Um, yeah, so he gets attacked by the old lady in the basement who does have her husband chained to her for quite a while. Naked. Yeah, she's kicking him under the counter. Yeah. Not as many cameos as I would have expected from this big of a horror movie. Like, it seemed pretty big was budget. Was this big budget? I wonder how big it was. <sighs> for all the posters they printed, all the book Let's covers they made. Yeah? Guess. Okay, you look it up and we'll keep talking until you got it. And yeah. then I'll guess. Well, I don't want to look either because I don't want to see. Oh, okay. Um, How much this cost? Yeah. 94? 65 million. I'm guessing it made, like, maybe 40. 65 million? Yeah, maybe 44. Because there was a lot of promotional material, a lot of... Man, there were even t-shirts in the movie, made for the movie, and hats printed. I'm gonna guess, like, 32 million. Okay. There were posters, there were all those practical effects, there was a lot of fire. There were... Was there any explosions? Josh, do you have a guess? Uh, but I have no idea what it's cost. I don't see movies. Why go go prices right, rules. Go, like, ten bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How much did you say? I said 32 million. He 32. said 68. 32 million and one. Okay. No, that, that... We're going prices right. Okay. No, no you, go you, you under. Wanna, if you think it's under. Oh. Unless you think it's between mine and Oh, yeah. Probably between yours. Okay, okay. That it's works. It's 14 million, so I Holy win. crap. Wow. They made this for nothing. Yeah. How much did it make? Maybe I just way overestimated. I guess I did. This movie made 8.9 million. Okay. Was I did. So, didn't... Didn't make I do not have a realistic even make guess. Its, it didn't even make its money back. That's sad. It, it flopped. I had never heard of this before. I had because I went through an H.P. Lovecraft phase in college, and I was real into horror and stuff like that, so this caught my eye because it's named after an H.P. Lovecraft short story. So I watched it like six or seven years ago, and yeah. really liked it. Um, one of the scenes that always stuck with me is when he's on the bus... And Kane's next to him, and he's like, wake up, look around. My favorite color is blue. blue. And he wakes up, and everything's blue, like the lighting and the seats. And then you start screaming. Everyone's, yeah. like, way colors. too loud. He screams, and then it's another double wake. Yep. <laughs> and then the rest of the movie, I just thought he was going to wake up again. And In the bus. They've done it so many times. <clears throat> Well, the only part I really disliked is, is when he's in Hobbs End, and he's in the car, and he keeps trying to drive away. I'm like, like come four on, times. Like four come times. on! After once or twice, you gotta get it. Yeah, and then uh, I just love the ending where he goes into the movie theater. That's one of my favorite parts. And then yeah. he he, it's the movie. Mm -hmm. It's all the scenes we've seen of him, and he gets some popcorn. He's the only one in there because the world's destroyed. It's some weird mashup of, yeah. of him just being like, super this, is reality. This, is <laughs> yeah. "This is reality. This is not reality. This is reality." I really like that scene because anyone who watches the movie goes insane. Yeah. So that was what it took to make him insane. What do you think it would take to make you insane if you just went to see this movie? Like, it. What would it be? Like, you didn't go through this crazy experience with monsters and deny it the whole time. <laughs> Every person who saw it, even if they were in a packed theater, it made all of them insane. What if he had gone to a packed theater to see it? Why would that have made anybody else go insane? 
they would all see different things. They'd be like, oh, he's oh, here for the premiere. Like that, yeah. yeah. Oh, you think so? They'd all see different no, things. No, because it was a book. Well, okay, maybe it was. Like, what else? The posters were of the guy. Maybe that's just what he saw. Yeah. Oh, I guess, yeah. Like, no, it's... we're dealing with ancient Eldritch ma- Yeah, Eldritch so I think magic. everybody, it's custom. Eldritch. There Is you go. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, H.P. Lovecraft made that word up, so, yeah. yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there weren't a lot of words right. back then. People yeah. make up words all the time. <laughs> Josh is a linguist, so we're just wrecking him right now. He's like, you motherfuckers know nothing. You know nothing of words. How many of And you know nothing of movies. No. You guys are fucking diction. <laughs> yeah, you do know nothing of movies, that's fair. Because we can put anything we want on the list. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> um, and then we occasionally have to watch fucking Justin Bieber documentaries. There's one more left. Yeah, there is. By the time we get to it, there'll probably be a third one. Ooh, unless he kills No, nah, he's going to move on to other boy band documentaries. Oh, <laughs> you're right. That'd be great. Are there more? Yeah. Yeah, oh, there's Look more. Look at every fucking boy band. I bet you there's a documentary about them. Oh. oh. Better get on that. We gotta get your sister in here for those, though. Yeah. <laughs> She's on her honeymoon at least for like ten more days. Oh, she married already? Yeah, they nice. got married Saturday, uh, third Friday, last Friday. So, is there anything else? Okay. Uh, any other scenes? We should probably cover how he it ends. Like he goes into this bloody curtain soaked office where he's tip tapping on his. Th- oh yeah, they find. After him. he crashes his car, he wakes up in the confessional, and I was like, "Oh shit! All he has to do is make his way to that typewriter, and like Change fuck with pain and be like." Well, Kane wasn't looking, his dick fell off. And then his thumbs fell off. And then his fingers turned into cobras. And then they were all on skates. Yeah! <laughs> he could've... I wanted to see that kind of ending. But, uh, or... And now I make it a choose-your-own-adventure novel. And no one reads it. It's <laughs> like real life. That's too much goddamn work. Yeah. I didn't come here to work, I came here to read. And how do you make that into a movie? You fucked, Kane. <laughs> That's how you win. But instead... I was once in a choose-your-own-adventure play. Who? Uh, Did the audience choose? Oh, musical. Okay. And there was different outcomes. Like, the audience would choose out of all okay. the characters who would be the murderer. Kind of like Clue the... And then we would see VHS. at the beginning. Yeah. And we'd have to perform out the scenario based on who was the killer. I've heard proposed movies like that. You know, it's been a thing they've talked about forever where... There's separate scenes filmed, and each theater member has, like, an AV button. And, like, a choice will come up in the movie, and it's like, do you want to see this or this? And the majority wins. I think I've wins. been on that in, like, a roller coaster. You mean, like, a simulated roller coaster yeah, type of thing? like a 3D roller coaster where the seats move and okay. stuff. I'm pretty sure that they had that in there at nice. one point. It was, like, dinosaurs. Yeah, it seems this. like it would fit in an amusement park, but not there's like twelve. There's, like, 12 people in there, so uh-huh. it would bring up a thing. It must not have been 12 because you could have ties. <laughs> then it just randomizes, rolls a die, whatever. Uh, I did like that in college when you had the, well, first you had the clickers you had to go and buy, and that was shit because everybody had to go buy a clicker every semester. But after that, they had the mobile apps, which were much easier for phones, where you would just take like short quizzes and you could do it in class live on your phone, like a mm-hmm. survey or a poll. 
And uh, that's always kind of fun. That might be fun for live events, but not movies. Just let movies be movies. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, VR is going to take over. In no I don't know, though. Life. I think there's something to say about going to, like, making a live event out of some movies. Like, Rocky Horror Picture Show is a perfect example. I've always wanted to put on a Christmas production of Scrooged, like a live play. Have you ever actually gone and seen Rocky Horror? Oh, yeah. I like, saw it at the Hope I used to go to a lot of theater when I lived in Indiana. Not so much out here. I, I saw Rocky Horror. I saw Wicked out here. Or like uh, places that showed like old kung fu movies and like nothing but old kung fu movies. You know, if we had that, I would support the <laughs> shit out of it. Um, we have we have a guild here in town, which shows yeah. a bunch of old movies. They started showing Cronenberg movies recently. Nice. And I don't know. There's that's hit and miss for me. Yeah, I'm really sad that I didn't sign up for the Miyazaki thing and uh-huh. see all of those in the big screen because those would be awesome to see on a big screen. They showed a bunch of David Lynch movies recently, which also hit and miss. Uh, Never been a fan of David Lynch movies. I felt like I needed to see Firewalk with me in the theaters since Twin Peaks just started up again the second season. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like Eraserhead that much. But back to um, Mouth of Madness. Mouth of Madness. Um, yeah, so he's in this office and he's like, hey, my book's done. Can you deliver it for me? I'm... <laughs> yeah, that's what it was like. It was just a normal transaction. Of, like, he walked into an office. Yes. Here's my finished book. He's like, okay, I'll take it. There's Bye. A, there's a big pulsy door <laughs> in the back. And then he does that weird special effect where he, like, rips the reality open and he's part yeah. of it. And then, like, giant pages make up the back, which yeah. was cool because this whole place is his, like, physical manifestation of his work. This was after he, like, tried to convince him that he wasn't real. Like, that he had wrote him story and the reason he didn't exist before the guy wrote him. Okay, quick question. Big book series from the last decades or so. Uh, probably Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Well, that's last two decades. Nothing has recently come out, really. Mm-hmm. Twilight, uh, Hunger Games. Divergent. That <sighs> one's popular. That one's not popular enough. What I'm saying is do those have their own worlds now oh, that you man. can slip into if, I wouldn't mind slipping into Harry Potter world. Yeah. If you're a muggle, like, how boring would that be? Maybe he wouldn't be. Maybe he's Maybe written he's as a magic guy. J.K. Rawlings went missing. You have to go to flip-floppity blue bland and go find her. <laughs> <laughs> you get there and you're a fucking house troll and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> how so? House troll. <laughs> you're a real big, okay, you're like, God damn <laughs> Not a Harry Potter fan. I am. Loved Little Witch Academia. As people who can't see by my Death Eater tattoo. (gasps) You're a bad guy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he gets the manuscript. Kane tears his reality open. Hell spills through, chases him down this really cool hallway. I'm not sure how they built that, but that was like... (laughs) Well, Josh got it right. Probably is leftover from Men in Black. Yeah, it looks so Men in Black. (laughs) No, this was 94. This was way before Men in Black. Okay. I don't know what... I don't know how they built it on such a cheap budget. But it looked like out of Men in Black. It was very shiny, very slick Xenomorph, but cleaner Mm -hmm. than a Xenomorph. Like, not Uzi. Yeah, for sure. Uh, What? He runs to the end, he falls down, he wakes up on a bus? Is that it? Uh, he falls down. No, he's, he's on the side of the road. The he's on the side of the road, and the little boy who was getting older every time is there. And he's yeah, like, and then hey, he drops the books and just leaves. Yep, he goes to a motel. Hey, don't read this book. <laughs> just don't touch it. Okay, bye. Yeah. 
This is a haunted don't. book. Don't read it. He drops it on the side of the road and walks away. That's how Stephen King gets all his shit published. Again, don't read this. Drops it and runs away. I like this image of Stephen King being a huge dork. <laughs> Have you seen his picture? I mean, he's he's a hero, but he's a huge dork. Did you know in Dark Tower that they fight against golden snitches from Harry Potter? Yeah. What? In the Dark, <laughs> yeah, uh, in the Dark Tower series, there is reference to Harry Potter. It was some nerdy kid on the cover of the yeah. box. They're grenades, though. Yeah. And uh, they fight against an army of Doombots. Yep. From Doctor Doom <laughs> from and Doctor, Marvel. Doctor Doom Marvel. I mean, the movie's <laughs> coming out. I really hope they include a lot of that wackiness in the later yeah. ones. I don't think that's Those are not. later, though. Yeah. That, that doesn't happen to way later. <gasps> but, okay, you can't fucking start and commit to something like The Dark Tower if you don't have a run-through plan. It's such a big project. You can't make one and then be like, well, it didn't work. Just make them. Hollywood, you have enough money. We go to see movies almost every week. Fucking make them. <laughs> Just give me this one thing. Don't <laughs> cancel it, please. <laughs> well, what I've heard is they're making the first movie. And then it's going to a TV show on Showtime for the prequels. Uh, okay. Which are all, like, his younger life. Yeah, I've read those. And then it's becoming a movie again to finish it out. Like, two movies in after the first one. So, I mean, hopefully it works. Who knows? J.J. Abrams on board? Um, Happy Certainly Day- not for all of them. Happy Days is on board? Uh, Ron Howard? Oh, yeah. So you've got some big names in there. <laughs> Ron Howard's doing the next... Uh... Han Solo, Ooh. Solo movie. I really liked Cowboys and Aliens when it came out. I don't know if I still would, <laughs> but he did that. And that what we gotta do later is do a nostalgia episode where we pick a movie that we remember liking. Oh God! We don't think aged well. I'm gonna put that one I tried to show you that one night with Paul Walker on it. Oh God! Have you seen that? Just the time that you tried to Ooh, show it to me. That was unwatchable. But you liked it the first time? Oh, I bought it on DVD. Oh. But that was like, oh, I had Fight Club on DVD, and I had the game on DVD. I, wanna, I really want to capture the despair of, like, destroying nostalgia. Oh. Though. So something that you haven't seen recently. Okay. Something that you think <laughs> hasn't aged well. You I want to be going too specific. You want to do, like, a special episode of that? <laughs> All right. Well, Yeah. We can do that. <laughs> That's Josh, pretty... name one of your favorite movies from a kid. It's already on the show. Like, he doesn't have any other movies. <laughs> also, I watched when I was young. It's like Disney movies. Okay. I mean, they're all fun, but I don't know that any Oh, we out. could wreck some Disney movies. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the way she's portrayed. Why is that mob coming to kill the beast? That's basically a lynch mob. Why does Aladdin get lighter skinned as he becomes be- as, as the story goes on? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we could ruin some Disney movies. <laughs> Do those butterflies have swastikas on it? No. <laughs> that pelican has a boner. Uh, you, you've done that, right? Looked up yeah. like adult Disney shit like oh, yeah. on YouTube. There's some funny videos. So that was The Mouth of Madness from 1994 by John Carpenter. Yeah, sorry about the, uh, the uh, sidetracking, but this movie drives you mad. Insane. Yeah. And, okay, so we're sitting there, and the guy's like, it doesn't matter if people don't read it. It's a movie now. And Josh is like, it's a movie. And I'm like, it's a movie. Josh, <laughs> we're watching the movie, get it? 
<laughs> and then like, Joshua, uh... Joshua's on screen, like, as a detective. <laughs> Smoking. <laughs> It's all real. It's reality. Nothing's fantasy. It's all fantasy. <laughs> oh, room turned blue. <laughs> I'm blue. You should have that song. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll put that into the credit. Now we'll get tagged. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have sponsors yet. It might yet. We'll get tagged. Yeah, we'll get tagged. All right. This has been Have You Seen? I'm Austin. Gosh. Justin. Check us out on FapCheck at Facebook.com. Or on YouTube. Or on YouTube. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere podcasts are found under FapCheck, Amazeballs, and Have You Seen. Uh, Email us those pictures of woke trucks at uh, (laughs) FapCheck at gmail.com. Yeah, Yeah. woke truck. Maybe that'll be a shirt. Woke truck. truck. (laughs) We already got mustache right we gotta do. (laughs) Alright, have a nice one. We'll see you next time. I can't find the mouse. <laughs> hey Josh, have you seen...